Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Warriors' Creed. This transformational podcast will change your life, and you will not remain the same once you have entered and started listening. I started this podcast because I have so much information inside um, my, my head from reading so many books and from learning so much in life and people who know me that are very close to me um, know my education um, and know some of the things that I know and that I share with them and they always tell me that I should share the, the information that I have and that I should actually try to um, start a podcast or write a blog or do something to help people or share the knowledge um, that I that I have and I believe knowledge is wealth but knowledge is powerless unless it's applied to your life so I started this podcast because I wanted to help people make a change in their life I called it Warriors Creed ever since I was a young kid i've always been attracted to warriors one of my favorite shows to watch was vikings one of my favorite superheroes is thor one of my favorite movies is 300. i love that movie and i've always pictured myself as a warrior a soldier even a soldier in the army of God. So that's the way I've always envisioned my life, and that's the way I've always carried myself as a champion, as a warrior. But I've encountered a lot of battles in life, battles to where I felt like I wanted to give up and I no longer wanted to, to push forward. But I found a way and I pushed forward and persevered through the trials and tribulations that I encountered. I wanted to be a warrior so bad that upon graduation, I wanted to enter the Navy SEALs. I would train day and night, running and swimming running for miles and miles and swimming laps in the pool, going over every stroke, the side stroke, the breast stroke, the front crawl, the back, back, back stroke, even though you're not gonna use that really in the Navy SEALs. But I did every stroke and I practiced holding my breath and trying to get to hold my breath for about five minutes. I would run in thunderstorms, I would run in the sweltering heat of the summer in Florida, nothing mattered. I, that was my passion. I wanted to be a warrior. I wanted to serve my country. I wanted to go to war and, 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 and to be a hero. And I wanted to be a warrior. So I entered the Navy because I wanted to be a Navy SEAL. And when I got to boot camp in San Diego, California, and as I was going through boot camp, um, I got a tryout for the SEALs. 
I tried out for the Navy SEALs and I passed everything with flying colors. They were impressed. Then they interviewed me and they took me through this like dark room. I went through this tunnel and I was like, kind of confused, like where, where are they taking me? And I just saw this panel of SEALs just sitting there. Intimidating is to say the least. And they sat there and they looked at me and the guy had, you know, a sincere look in his eyes and he said, hey, he was impressed. He's like, you passed everything. He says, we want to have you on our team, but there's one problem. Your test scores on the ASVAB are a little bit too low. You just got to get it up maybe one to two points. I was like one to two points shy. And they said, just retake the test and you'll get in. Saluted, then the about face and walked out and I didn't take the test because I was not a fan of academics during that time in my life. And obviously it wasn't that much of a passion for me because I gave up rather quickly when they said, hey, you need to retake this test. I was willing to do the physical, but I really wasn't ready to do the, um, the mental side of it as far as the academic side of it. Um, I didn't retake the test and part of me actually regrets that and part, part of me believes that was just part of my journey. I think that I was meant to go into another direction and that it, it was just a part of the plan and that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And a lot of times in life, we don't realize that every decision that we make implements our life in a great way. Our destiny hinges on our choices and the choices that we make. But a lot of times we think that we make the wrong choices in life and we have a lot of regrets but in hindsight, we realize that we learn lessons from those wrong choices that we actually made that strengthened us and gave us a resolve and made us and turned us into the person that we are today. Now, there are some bad choices that we could have made that we didn't learn from and we're struggling with our identity today and we're trying to figure out who we truly are so why did I come up with the warrior's creed well first of all a warrior is a brave or experienced fighter or a soldier it find the word finds its root in the French word guerriere which means to make war or a person who is actively engaged in battle, conflict, or resistance. This is an example of what we go through in life. We are constantly fighting against tribulation, fighting against oppression, fighting against naysayers and the self-limiting beliefs that we battle day in and day out, constantly throughout our lives. We are in a war, but it's not an external war. The war that we mainly have is an internal battle within ourselves.
the definition, definition that I came up with for a warrior is someone who passionately perseveres with an immovable and unshakable faith that they will overcome. The funny thing is, is that my name means Victor, and it means overcomer, conqueror, champion. And every time I feel like giving up in life, every time I feel like throwing in the towel, every time I feel like giving up, this small, still voice reminds me, what's your name? What's your name? And I say, Victor. Then it says, what does it mean? Champion, overcomer. Then it reminds me that I can overcome anything that I encounter in life, that nothing can hold me back, that the only thing that's holding me back in life is myself. So a warrior is a fighter, a protector, a provider, a warrior is valiant, courageous, and an overcomer. Winston Churchill said this. He said, when there's no enemy within, the enemies outside cannot hurt you. There is never a truer statement ever said. The greatest enemy that we encounter every day of our lives is ourselves. Too often we find people always, always blaming situations, circumstances, and other people for why they are the way they are. Yes, we've, we've, we've had some times in life to where we were treated unfairly, maybe even abused, lied on, cheated on, and gone through so much, but life is not but what happens to you. Life is how you respond to it. Just because bad things happen to us doesn't give us a pass to respond to people or to life circumstances in the wrong way. There's a scripture that I like to say, to him that knows to do good and to do it not, to him it is sin. If we know how to act and respond and do things the right way, then it's more of our responsibility to respond and act the right way and stop using people as an excuse to continue down the path that we're going on. If we know better, then we should do better. So you may ask yourself, how do I change my perspective? How do I change my outlook on life? How do I, how do I view others and how they come at me differently? How do I battle my self-limiting beliefs? Throughout these podcasts, we're going to be answering those questions and we're going to be talking about that. The next podcast, we're going to be talking about our value system and discovering our values. And, and looking at that, that reminds me of a story. It's a story of a teacher who was teaching her class multiplication one day. And the teacher wrote the nine time tables on the, on, the, on the board, you know, 
Nine times 12 is 108. Nine times 11 is 99. Nine times 10 is 90. Nine times nine is 81. Nine times eight is 72. Nine times seven is 63. Nine times six is 54. Nine times five is 45. Nine times four is 436. Nine times three is 27. Nine times two is 18. And nine times one equals seven. And all the little kids in the classroom bursted out in laughter after the teacher actually wrote all those things on the board. And the teacher's like, what's so funny? Why are you laughing? And one of the little kids, a little boy raised his hand. And he said, teacher, he said nine times one does not equal seven. Nine times one equals nine. And she looked at the little boy and said, you're exactly right. She said, I want to prepare you for what is going to happen to you in life. She goes, people will only focus on the one thing that you did wrong and not focus on the 11 things that you actually did right. It's unfortunate that we go through things like that in life in that we are so critical of each other and that we have this mindset of judgment always criticizing and, and condemning and it's a reflection or a projection of what we put onto other people because it's how we were treated and the thing is is that we end up treating people how we were treated growing up usually people that bullied were bullied usually people that are, are are close up their heart or have up walls are the ones who've been cheated on and lied on and turned had their and people have turned their backs on them and we become the things that we actually despise and that's what we have to get away from we have to become who we are meant to be. The other part of Warrior's Creed is this, the creed part. A creed is a set of beliefs or aims which guide someone's action. It's also considered a formal statement of beliefs or systems of principles or ethical standards that guides one's life. So like I said, next week we're gonna go over our value system. What are our values? So you may ask yourself, what are my values? What are my guiding principles? What makes me tick? And usually the thing that upsets us the most about other people is usually where our values actually lie. If we get upset when someone doesn't show up on time. Punctuality is one of our values because we look at it as disrespect and we look at it, our time as value. So therefore, if we get so upset with other people about not showing up on time, then we need to make it our responsibility to show up on time as well. And the funny thing is, is this, is that usually the people that get mad at people 
that don't show up on time are also late themselves. That's ironic. And so usually the things that we struggle with in ourselves, we usually hold it to other people to be what we actually desire ourselves to be. If we want someone to be loyal, then we need to be loyal. If we want someone to be honest, then we need to practice honesty. We need to stop putting the responsibility onto other people and place that responsibility upon ourselves. We need to spend more time looking inwardly than looking externally at the world and judging what everybody else is doing wrong and look within ourselves and make a difference and make a change. We have to become living examples in order to make a difference in this world. Going around judging and complaining is not gonna change the world because we don't like it when someone does it to us. We feel like they lack understanding. We feel like they lack sympathy. So the way that we change the world is first living by an example in understanding ourselves. When we learn to understand ourselves, then we can better understand more so how to help other people. One of life's biggest questions is this, why do we do the things that we do? Sometimes we don't understand ourselves and we, we can't figure things out. But there are three principles that I'm gonna go through throughout um, this month or the next following weeks. And the number one is gonna tie in with finding our values. It's raising your standards or establishing ground rules in your life. We need to discover what our values are and live by them. And then we also need to establish ground rules of what you will no longer accept in your life. If you want to make a change in your life, then you need to probably change the environment in your life. You need to change what you listen to, who you listen to, who you hang around, what you watch, and what you read. Science says that our personality is the sum total of the five people that we actually hang around. If you want to change your life, then the first thing that you need to do is to change your standards. Stop allowing people to make you a doormat or to keep um, putting you down in some other way or, or, or treating you as though you're invalid or that you don't even matter. We have to raise our standards and discover what we will no longer accept when we figure out that this is who I am, this is what, I, what I'm about, this is what I no longer want in my life. That's when change will start to happen. Change happens with a decision. So we have to make a decision. We have to raise our standards and discover our values. Number two, we have to change our limiting beliefs. We have to learn how to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that we can and we will and we must. When we, when we establish empowering beliefs, we will get a sense of certainty in our lives. 
and we will get the feeling that we can too be successful. Belief is a powerful thing. And when we lack faith or belief in ourselves, we are the very ones that hold ourselves back from being successful. The amazing thing is about the brain is that the brain takes in 11 bits of information per second. I'm gonna say that again, 11 bits of information per second. Now there is a process called neuroplasticity to where we can actually help our brain to evolve and become more aware and change the chemical makeup of our brain through certain practices um, by watching what we read, what we eat, um, watching what we listen to um, through self-affirmations, meditation, mindfulness. There are different practices that you can actually go through that will actually help to change your brain and to change the way you look at things in life. And we'll be going through all that stuff throughout the next weeks. Um, so the brain takes in 11 bits of information per second. When we become more self-aware, we can actually try to get our brain to accept more information, but that's a process in itself. So out of that 11 million bits of information per second, the rectangular activating system, the RAS system, which is in the base of the brain, you know, by the medulla oblongata, next to the, uh, the uh, reptilian brain or the survival brain, because we actually have three brains in our heads. We have the, um, the lower brain, which is some call the reptilian brain or the, um, the survival brain. Then we have the emotional brain and then we have the rational brain. All right. So the lower ba base of our brain actually filters in the information that comes in. Only 40 bits of information are allowed to come in to your system. Now, the amygdala, which controls the emotional center of your brain, um, it filters that 40 bits of information. The amygdala focuses more on the negative than it does on the positive. All right? So the ratio is nine to one. So that means 36 bits of information out of the 40 are negative. So that means that a lot of times people tend to focus on the negative things than they do the positive. So the way that we fix that, we have to reshape the way we think and, the re and reshape the way that we actually do things in life and how we, we view things. We have to put more positive things in our brain. We have to focus more on positive aspects of our life. We have to, we have to put more positive people around us. We have to read things that are gonna reshape our brain. We have to, we have to get rid of self-limiting beliefs and learn how to change our state of mind. These are all the things that I'm gonna be going through through the coming podcast, through the coming months, because this is a process. It's real in depth and it takes time, but it's possible and you can definitely achieve it. And lastly, we have to learn how to change our strategy. Einstein said the definition of insanity is if you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Too many times we go through the same things in life because we keep 
doing the same thing the same old way. We have to learn new strategies. We have to get mentors around us that's going to teach us different strategies. We have to hang around people that will teach us things that we may not know that we we can add to our repertoire to, so that we can respond to life in a better way. So we have to learn how to change our strategy. So on this podcast, we will discover guidelines that will help one to become more perceptive and teach them how to overcome obstacles and to find their purpose. So I want everyone to remember that you are a warrior and you are a champion. And I want to remember, and I want you to write a creed. That's the, that's the assignment that I want to give everybody. I, first of all, I want everybody to write down and learn your values. What are your values? Figure out what your values are. Ask yourself, what are your values? What makes you upset? What, what, what matters to you the most out of life? Is it honesty? Is it trust? Is it loyalty? Is it punctuality? Is it perseverance? Um, is, is it mastery? Is it hard work? What, what, what matters to you? What matters to you? What are, what, are your, what are your values? What are your core values in your life? Then I want us to also um, come up with our personal creed. A personal creed that we can make a part of our life to remind us who we are and to keep us on the path that we are destined to be on. I have um, several creeds that I actually go by. One of the ones, one of my favorite Bible verses is Philippians 1, 1, 6, which says, being confident of this very thing, that he which began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I believe that. I quote that often when I get discouraged. That is one of the creeds that I like to quote to myself. Another one that I say every single day of my life, every single morning when I wake up, is one that I got from the Law of Success from Napoleon Hill's book. Um, I changed the words around to fit um, myself, and I'll give you, and the words go like this. I believe in God. I believe God has a purpose for my life. I believe God will provide everything I need in order to succeed. I believe in prayer, and I will never go throughout the day without asking for divine guidance. I will always do my best through honest and faithful service. I will be patient and tolerant with those who do not believe as I do. I believe that success is a result of an intelligent effort and does not depend upon luck or sharp practices or double-crossing friends or my fellow men or employers. I believe I would get out of life exactly what I put into it. Therefore, I'll be careful to conduct myself towards others as I want them to act towards me. I will not slander those whom I do not like. I will not slight my work, no matter what I see others doing. I will render the best service of which I am capable because I pledge myself to succeed in life and I know that success is a result of conscientious and efficient effort. I have committed that to memory. I have been reading that to myself for over a year and it has changed my mindset. It has changed the way that I've handled things in life as well. So I want you to come up with your own personal creed. Something that you can recite to yourself. Something that you have to believe because the power comes from the belief, not in the rec reciting of the words. 
You have to believe the words that you're actually saying. It has to be something that you write that means something to you, that touches your heart, that reminds you of who you were actually called to be. I'm gonna leave you with a personal creed today. And it's taken from the book of 1 Corinthians 15, 8. And it's a text that I really like and I really love. And it goes with the Warriors Creed podcast. And I'm going to give you a personal creed for you today so you can take it, through you, take it with you throughout this week until you come up with your own creed. And it reads like this. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be firm, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That is a powerful, powerful scripture. So I want to remind you all this week to be firm, to be steadfast, unmovable, always excelling in the Lord's work. And, and the Lord's work is this. He said he sums it up into his law into one thing. Love thy neighbor as thy love thyself so what is that saying make sure you do unto others as you would have them to do unto you make sure you take care of people that are less fortunate make sure that when you look at people that are suffering that are going through things that you don't look at them with the eye of judgment that you have love and compassion on them so make sure you always excel in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor will not be in vain in other words you will be will be rewarded there is a law called the law of compensation and that we will get back everything that we put out some people call it um karma the bible says you reap what you sow but there is a universal law called the law of compensation that whatever you sow or whatever you put out will come back to you it may not come immediately, but it will come. So when you continue to bless others, when you continue to, to, to be unselfish and to be kind to others, yes, right away, nobody may not respond back to you. Maybe because, because maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons. We should never do things because we want a thank you. We should never do things because we want somebody to say, hey, you're such a great person. We should do it despite what someone says. And we should not be easily discouraged. The problem with us is that we get so easily discouraged. And we have to learn how to change that state of mind. We have to learn how to stick to our guns and do the right thing despite the circumstances. Well, that's my time for the day. And I've really enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to speaking with you again next week and going through a plethora of lessons week in and week out in teaching so that we can grow together and become better together. So. As I depart, I want to remind you all that you are not only overcomers, that you are also more than conquerors. Until next time. Ah!
I'm not just a conqueror No, not just a conqueror I'm not just a conqueror But I'm more than a conqueror I'm not just a conqueror No, not just a conqueror I'm not just a conqueror But I'm more than a conqueror